All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win both games of the doubleheader on Tuesday against the Red Sox. They sweep the day. They have now passed the Red Sox in the standings. They are now in second in the AL East, five games behind the Rays. They now hold the first wild card spot after passing both the Red Sox and A's yesterday knocking the Red Sox out of the postseason altogether as of right now with the A's in the second wildcard spot. And it's been a magical, miraculous run here uh, since the trade deadline, since the All-Star break, really since July 6th with this team, a team that keeps on winning series, keeps on doing what they need to do, taking care of business, erasing all the damage they did in the first half. And they're not done yet. They're not done. They still have the Rays in their sights. It's going to be tough to catch the Rays, as I've said on the podcast seemingly every day now for the last month because of how easy the race schedule is, the fact that they don't lose to the Orioles. They have a lot of games left against the Orioles. The Orioles haven't won a game since they played the Yankees uh, after the Marlins series. They've just lost and lost and lost, and and it's going to be tough to catch the race with 43 games left to play for the Yankees. And there's this idea that they have accomplished their goal on Tuesday, but they have not accomplished their goal. They've momentarily taken a hold of the first wild card spot. They've momentarily passed the A's. They've momentarily passed the Red Sox, knocking the Red Sox out of the postseason picture, but they have not accomplished their goal. Playing with a lot of confidence, but we got a long way to go. You know, we, we gotta we gotta continue it. We gotta keep the keep the foot down on the gas and um continue to grind away because it's it's gonna be a tough road ahead still, but um the the group is is a confident group, and I think they know what they're capable of. And Aaron Boone's right. They have a long way to go. That long way is to overtake the Rays, because this is the Yankees team that on paper, when healthy, was expected to represent the American League in the World Series this season. They haven't been good enough. They finally are good enough, getting into a postseason berth for the first time since the end of May. But the goal here is to win the division. The goal is not to get into a one-game playoff and burn Garrett Cole either at home or on the road against the A's or the Red Sox and then take your chances uh, going on the road immediately in the ALDS. The the goal here is to host the ALDS. The goal is to skip the one-game playoff. That's the goal. And they can do it. They can. They're going to need some help along the way because the Rays still have a few games left against the Orioles. They played Boston seven times. So they can get some help within the division. They can get some help, and they still have games against Toronto as well. So right now, though, things are great. Right now, it's about being happy that the Yankees overcame all they've had to overcome this season, a bad offense, bad managing, a bad bullpen, the injury problems, the COVID issues. They've overcome that now. Here on August 18th, they hold a postseason berth, which is something that seemed impossible when I left the stadium on July 3rd, thinking I wasn't going to go back to that stadium again this season. Losing to the Mets, getting you know no hit or whatever it was through seven innings, losing the first game of the doubleheader the following day with Garrett Cole on the mound, it just everything was crumbling. But ever since that second game of the doubleheader on July fourth against the Yankees, their season has turned around, culminating in Tuesday's doubleheader sweep of the Red Sox. Two great wins, two big wins against the team that has beaten the shit out of them all season. Coming into this Tuesday with a three and ten record against the Red Sox and a take two games there. And and the Red Sox, to credit to them, they've taken care of business. The reason they had a lead on the Yankees in the standings was because of the actual head to head work they've done. If you had taken away the thirteen games they played against each other entering Tuesday, the Yankees had a significant lead over the Red Sox. So credit to them for taking care of their business. 
But now it's credit to the Yankees for doing everything they've done over this last month since the All-Star break, everything they've done since the trade deadline to get back in the picture to erase what was once a 10-game deficit to the Red Sox. Erase 10 games. In exactly a month, they erased eight. And now here they are with a lot of work still left to do. But it was a beautiful day on Tuesday. Beautiful day. To win two games, and I know there's seven inning games, and the seven inning games suck, and I feel bad for anyone that paid, uh, you know, before they knew it was going to be seven inning games and paid full price to watch seven innings. That's bullshit. But they counted just the same as the nine inning games. They counted for two wins in the standings. The Yankees get three wins when you factor in the win over the Angels in 24 hours, and they're moving up those standings quickly. And now they need to go 28 and 14. They have cut it down that far to get to 96 wins, which I think would get them the division, which would certainly help me win my preseason wager on them over 95 and a half wins. They are right there. Win each series the rest of the way, and they are there. And they still have four games here left against Boston. Now they only need to go 2-2 two and two because coming into this Tuesday doubleheader, six games left, I thought they needed to go 4-2. and two. I would have been happy with that. They've now gone 2-0, and out, so now they just need to go 2-2 two and two against Boston the remaining four games. Anything more than that's a bonus. Anything under that is a disappointment. And in actual games on Tuesday... You had Jordan Montgomery coming back, his first start in a while coming off the COVID IL. Uh, he wasn't very good. I mean, if you listen to Yes or you went on social media, you'd think that he was dominant, but he wasn't. He allowed three earned runs in four and two-thirds innings. He blew a 2 nothing lead on an 0-2 pitch, gave up a moonshot to Christian Vasquez and a 636 OPS, so he wasn't very good. But then Albert Abreu came in, got the only batter he faced out. Jonathan Lewis has got two scoreless innings as he continues to be the best reliever this season in the Yankees bullpen. And then the first game was about getting to getting to the Red Sox bullpen, something the Yankees haven't done this season. They finally scored a run against Garrett Whitlock, scoring two. He had held them scoreless. Garrett Whitlock, who was a Yankee, and they let him go in the Rule 5 draft to rather protect Nick Nelson and Brooks Kriske on the 40-man. And then they get to Josh Taylor, and then they break the game open there. And it was Luke Voigt who got the big hit. It was an identical hit to Jorge Posada's two-run single in which he moved to second on the throw in Game 7 of the 2003 ALCS. And Luke Voigt, he's been better of late. He hasn't been great this season because he hasn't really played this season. He's only played in 39 games. He has a 725 OPS. I'm not going to cut it. But he has been better of late. And the way Luke Voigt continues to talk about himself, how he deserves playing time, all the stuff he's done for the organization the last three years. Yeah, he was great when he came over in 2018. In 2019, he got hurt, came back, got hurt, was bad in September, left off the postseason roster, needed offseason surgery. Certainly last year, he was great. 56 games, he hit 22 home runs, but he keeps harping on the fact that he was top 10 MVP last year, that he led the league in home runs last year. It was 60-game season, Luke. If there was another 102 games, you might have missed most of them because that's what you do. And then this season, he's only played in 39 games because of injuries. And the reason Anthony Rizzo's on this team is because of Luke Voigt's injuries. He's the reason they traded for Anthony Rizzo, not anyone else. He only has himself to blame, the fact that he's now in a competition for at-bats. And you can't take Anthony Rizzo out of the lineup with his history, his glove. You know, he's a left-handed bat. He gets on base. Everything's in favor of Rizzo. That doesn't mean Voigt can't play. That doesn't mean Voigt shouldn't be the DH. He absolutely should be. And Stanton, Judge, and Gallo should be in the outfield every day, and Brett Gardner should be on the bench where he belongs. But Luke Voigt continues to remind everyone of what he's done the last three years, and I think he has a you know sort of misremembering everything he's done the last few years, and he's been a good player for the Yankees. But when they've needed him most, that 19 playoffs, 
wasn't there, wasn't on the roster because he was bad in September, was hurt. Last postseason, he went 2-for-18 against the Rays. This year, he's been hurt. So yeah, he's been a good player for the Yankees and a diamond in the rough find. I don't think he's necessarily been what he thinks he's been. Yeah, you know, I finally feel like I'm uh, hitting my stride, you know, after, you know, getting a week's worth of games under me. And, you know, I'm a, you know, I was top 10 MVP last year and I've been a great player for this organization for the last three years. And, you know, I'm not going down, you know, I want to play. Obviously, I know it's going to be tougher with Rizzo, but, you know, um, I deserve to play uh, just as much as he does. And, um, you know, I led the league in home runs last year and I feel uh, feel really good again. And um, obviously, you know, the injury bug is a reason he's here you know, because of me, but, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I hope Booney can do whatever he can to, you know, try to get me some consistent at-bats. At least he acknowledges the fact that Rizzo is here because of him. Rizzo's not here because the Yankees were like, we need to go get a first baseman. They went and got a first baseman because they didn't have a first baseman, because they were tired of trying guys from AAA out who just came up and couldn't make contact because Luke Voigt couldn't stay healthy. So now they're both here, and they both can play, and I hope they do both play because... They both should play. So the Yankees win that first game 5-3. to three. Great win. Get that first one. And especially when it looked like, you know, with three innings left, going to the bottom of the fifth, you're trailing. It's essentially the seventh inning. You don't have a good feeling because they haven't hit Garrett Whitlock. They haven't done great against the Red Sox bullpen. But they did enough on Tuesday to win. And certainly Jonathan Loisega loading the bases with no one out. Some bad luck involved there. But to get out of that was awesome. A huge performance from him as he continues to be really good in his role as an elite reliever in the bullpen. Then it's the night game. And in the night game, you have Luis Heel making his third career start with his first two coming against the Orioles and the Mariners. He went 11 scoreless in those two with 14 strikeouts. You don't know what you're going to get when he finally faces a good team. And remember, I don't, I've said all along, the Red Sox are not a great team. I don't even consider them to be a good team, but they played well above their heads in the first half. They've been a disaster in the second half. Certainly, the Red Sox offense is better than Baltimore and Seattle. And Luis Seal was his usual self. Four and two-thirds, scoreless innings, four strikeouts. Did have some control issues with four walks. But once again, scoreless effort from him. He's now made three starts, 15 and two-thirds innings, scoreless, 18 strikeouts. He's been awesome. You can't say enough about how good Luis Seal's been. And you can't say enough that this guy needs to be in the rotation. I don't give a fuck who's coming back from injury. Scumbag Domingo Herman, get him the fuck out of here. He does not deserve a rotation spot over Luis Heal. Not in by any stretch of the imagination. You have Cole back. You have Montgomery back. Cortez has been good. You keep going with him. Luis Heal deserves a spot. Who doesn't deserve a spot is Andrew Heaney, who's going to start on Wednesday, but we will get to him. And then in the night game, Luke Voigt again, solo home run. John Carlos Stanton, solo home run. That was all the offense of the game. 2 nothing Yankees win. The bullpen came in again. Did their job again. Wandy Peralta here. One and a third scoreless innings to relieve heel. Chad Green comes in. Chad Green comes in. Pitches a scoreless seventh for the save. It was great. I mean, there's not much else to say about it. The first game of the doubleheader was Aaron Boone's best managed game as Yankees manager. His best managed game. The lineup wasn't great, So, but I'm talking about in-game management. In-game management, he made all the right calls with with relievers. He did the right things off the bench. We're using Stan as a pinch hitter. He just made the right decisions. You don't really, you really ever see that from him. Rarely. And then the second game, in the seventh inning, when Green comes in, he switches everybody's position except for Kyle Higashioka. So Green comes in, Higashioka stays a catcher. The other seven guys, all four infielders, all three outfielders were in different positions. 
pulling guys off the bench for defense, and that's fine. But with a 2 nothing lead, if Green walks the first guy, gives up a blast the second guy, now you're tied, now you're going to the bottom of the seventh and potentially extras with, with no offense. It's a very risky move. And I get you want the defense in there. You don't want any errors. You're trying to do no doubles. But that was a bit extreme. And, and given how many times he does this and it backfires and then they need a bat that they took out. I mean, it was a crazy move. It, wor- you know, it worked out because Green didn't need defensive help. He didn't blow the lead finally against the Red Sox. It's a crazy move, though. So now it's Yankees-Red Sox third game of the series on Wednesday night. And they're going to pitch Andrew Heaney, who does not deserve to start a game for the Yankees again. He was awful in his first start as a Yankee against the Orioles. Four home runs in four innings. His second start against the Mariners, he was awful. He gave up four runs in the first two innings. And yes, he settled down and pitched six innings, and but they left him out there because they didn't want to burn their bullpen. They were waving the white flag in that game, accepting a loss, hoping the offense would come back, knowing they couldn't burn their bullpen. And it just so happened that they came back thanks to awful Mariners defense and some good luck. Then Andrew Heaney starts to field the Dreams game. And he couldn't have been worse. Seven earned runs in five innings. Just giving up more home runs. He's given up eight home runs in 15 innings as a Yankee. And if you look at the data of the Red Sox hitters, specifically Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez against Andrew Heaney, you can expect more home runs on Wednesday night. It is very unlikely that Andrew Heaney pitches well on Wednesday night. And I'm talking not I'm not talking like six innings in scoreless or six innings one run. I'm talking about even giving you five innings, three runs. You would sign up for that right this second. I think that's the ceiling of what could happen on Wednesday night. The floor is a disaster in the first inning. Especially because Boston has lost two. They're reeling, they're collapsing. This is a must-win game essentially for the Red Sox. They're gonna treat it as such. The Yankees went into this series knowing they didn't know what was going to happen on Tuesday. They didn't know they were going to sweep the doubleheader, and they were already announced Andrew Heaney as a starting pitcher. So they went into the series knowing these are the biggest games potentially of the season. Each of these games could determine whether the Yankees make the playoffs or not, and they were going to start Andrew Heaney on Wednesday no matter what. I don't expect them to win this game. I don't. I don't know how you could. Andrew Heaney's fucking terrible. And I know they don't want to go bullpen day, ruin the bullpen. For the, for the remainder of the week. And it's shocking that they don't have a better option. Maybe they'll get lucky. Maybe Andrew Heaney will do well. I would even sign up for five innings, four runs right now, which is an abysmal start. It could be so much worse. And it might be so much worse. So the series finale on Wednesday. Today is a day to be happy. The Yankees pass the Red Sox. They pass the A's. They hold the first wild card spot. Be happy, but don't be content. Because the next stop has to be getting the division, taking the division from the Rays. It's going to be hard, very hard, given how easy their schedule is, given the fact that the Orioles are just not competitive. It's an embarrassment that the Yankees even lost the game to them two weeks ago when you see how badly they've played, just getting destroyed. They're not even close games. How They're losing blowouts every night. So when you look at the Rays' remaining schedule, you have to assume they're going to win every game against the Orioles. You have to assume that because that's how bad the Orioles are. And it's very fortunate for the Rays right now that they're playing the Orioles at the same time the Yankees are playing the Red Sox because they're making up ground at someone every night. It's been Boston for two games. The Yankees can't let it be them. A little extra happy today. Sun is shining a little brighter today because the Yankees hold a playoff spot. But now they need to go get the division. Yankees-Red Sox on Wednesday night. Andrew Heaney against Nick Pavetta. You might want to make a stop at the liquor store before the game. 
with Heaney pitching and then hope for the best. That'll do it for today. Yankees Red Sox, Wednesday night at the stadium. I'll be back after the game to talk about it.